Welcome to another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast. Uh, tonight we talk about BG coming home, America, and favorite shows from our childhood. My whole like just viewing of the news cycle has been interrupted completely with working now, so I'm like out of the loop with a bunch of shit. Only thing good in my news cycle is that the Eagles are twelve and one. That's hey, the only that. thing I know that's good, man. Brittany Griner. Brittany yeah, Griner's home. BG back. Yes, that is I a agree. big deal. I How y'all feel about the uh, the trade with the Russian ball, though? That's Some I, that, was, about that. that was about to be my question. Then. How y'all feel about the scrutiny about the the merchant? Was it the Merchant of Death? The Merchant yeah, of Death. Right. That's a hell of a name. That's that's a movie. Right. <laughs> that's uh, a yeah, movie name. I heard uh, Nicholas Cage drone, right? Yeah, God was it not God of War? It was something uh, Lord of I War. I think it might have been God Lord of War. Lord of War, God, yeah, one of those. Lord of War, God of War, something like that. But that's uh, what I mean. I don't. I haven't read nothing about him. Yeah, because he's right, probably but, you know blacklisted and everything. So you know, only people who need to know know and shit. But I mean, like to be honest with you, from what it sounds like, they were trying to get uh, Griner and like a, a vet. Or somebody yeah. that's been over there for a it's while. It's like a marine. Yeah, it's like a marine that's over there. Paul, name is Paul. His name. Yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul and, something. And they're not giving him up. So, um, it was kind of like we had to do something. So, <sighs> they I, probably they probably gave him the the, the fucking vaccine that do got a chip in it. So, <laughs> find him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so I guess to start I'm I'm glad to hear that folks are getting released and and sent back so you know glad Brittany's back home um I I don't know how I feel about trades for yeah merchant of death like if I'm honest I mean I don't know that there's a such thing as an equal trade because I think for what he was responsible for like like the the intel like what he did like this that was a bad man Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like oh we're about to let this bad man back like yeah I'll give you one of these for one of those um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But you, you know what's interesting about this? And this is like a weird uh, psychology behind like uh, criminality. Like when you get like arrested, your your credibility and your trustworthiness like plummets completely. So this yeah. guy has been like incarcerated for like a long time. Whatever connects and contacts he had, he may try. He may have been able to do like a little bit. I really doubt that, by the way. But at best, he was able to do like a little bit. But all his shit is like dried up. So the competition out there here too. So like he's more likely to be a target more than anything else, being back in society. And not even society, because I would imagine it was a it was a it was a prison swap. So I don't even know if he would be like incarcerated in Russia. I don't know. But if he's not, he's still like that's a target on your back. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Chris, what you what you have? What you have? I mean, I'm with, I'm with Warren. You know, it's called the Merchant of Death, yo. So like, there's a lot of American blood probably in this dude's hands, like in the you know blood of other national nations and whatnot. So you know, a basketball player for this dude, not really a fair trade. But obviously, you, you I mean, they had the upper hand, they had the bargaining chip. So you know, Russia made out honestly with the trade. But you know, I'm happy the BG's back home. Uh, I wish that they would have been. I wish they could have got the uh, the you know, raid home as well. It's been over there for like three years now, so it's kind of 
kind of effed up, but, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a small win, in my opinion. But, you know, you got this guy that's a bad dude on the streets for a basketball player. <laughs> it just doesn't add up to me, in my opinion. It's tough. I mean, that's, that's I'm glad we got here. I, I, so, yeah, I, I'm happy she's home. She shouldn't have been over there that long. Obviously, there, there's a part of it where it's like when you're abroad, you got to know the rules of the country that you're in. You know what I mean? Like you can't assume that this, the, the rules and the penalties are the same as they are in the States. That's first. Second, it was way too much of a penalty, but like that's our opinion. And, you know, Russia has been known throughout their history to do extra shit. And they got this big war going on through Ukraine. So I think she was definitely a bargaining chip. Like, ooh, we have this big, notable U.S. athlete, this personality. Let's see if we can use that to squeeze something from the U.S. And, you know, that's what they got. They got this dude back that's been indicted or indicated. Indicted. And in, in several... Implicated, uh, maybe. Implicated. Implicated. Several, he was the one who supplied weapons for several terrorist attacks that have had far-reaching implications on the U.S. and abroad, other countries. So, like, this was a bad dude. And all that said, I, I don't know where to land, right? I think I, I totally hear both sides of, like, we had to bring her home. Maybe maybe not at all costs, but, like, we had to bring her home. It's been a long time. But also, like, I don't know. Juan, I, got, I don't think he's going to go over there and get, you know, get uh, arrested again. Like, you know, he was part of their bargaining chips. So, like, they wanted him home for a reason i don't know if it's going to be like hey get back to work and like do some you know some weapons ball stuff but illegal, illegal arms trading yeah right. but you know they wanted him back for a reason so i you know i don't know man i i'm happy she's home like chris said um she deserved to be home she should have been back home a long time ago but like it is you know we don't have a good relationship with russia so we don't know what they're going to use this boy to do like you know what I mean? We don't know if it's a rap for his his contacts. We don't know if it's a rap for his weapons making. But you know, I guess there's you know there's a, there's an unknown. And I guess you don't want to say what cost the BG's freedom have, but that kind of kind of pokes at that question. But you know, I'm I'm happy she's back, and I know we had to do what we had to do. But you know, I mean, a lot of the criticism is poking at like like the worth of her freedom because like. Again, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you, you freed this basketball player, but you didn't free, you didn't work to free this Marine that, that fought for our country. So, like, you already, like, it's already a, a comparison of, like, yo, mm -hmm. she's not as valuable as this Marine. Like, the Marine is more valuable. Um, but they, they also know that, though, so that's why they definitely not giving. Exactly. Well, I, I, feel, I feel like, again, she was, a again, like, like you know, multiple people have said she was a bargaining chip. Yeah. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, it was like, oh, we 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 caught this one a humbug. Oh, all right, no, we gonna hold on to this and we gonna keep this in our back pocket, and we gonna use this for something else. Because again, I'm pretty sure they look at it as like it's a BS charge that's like trumped up over there. Yes, I I think I recall in news articles that like other people have been arrested and detained for like similar type things, like super super insignificant amounts of like thc or something like that and they've like served time and stuff like that um so I oil. It. yeah it was hashish oil that had like it was like less than it wasn't even one percent it was right. like like it was like tenths of a percent or hundreds of a percent a day of, of tsc that's contained but again the rules over there ain't the same like over here um so like i even that i get that or whatever like you know 
rules is rules, whatever. Um, but yeah, she like unfortunately she was a bargain and shit. And then again, as far as the guy, um, you know, what they intentions they have. I mean, they're still in a war against Ukraine, <laughs> and it ain't teetering in their favor. You know, it hasn't been teetering in their favor as they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like once the the war first started, so I'm pretty sure. And I don't know. I, I don't know at all. But I mean, I could say he could be an asset to them they want to get back in know, the game, fighting, fighting against Suit that up. war, you know, trying to trying to take over that territory or whatever. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's that's politics and and war and all that other type stuff. That's way above any of our civilian type pay grades. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm glad she's home because like us Americans, I'll speak for myself, this American, yeah, I felt like she was detained unjustly. You know, fools or not, like, nine years for zero point something percent of oil? She had, she, she had to put a dime in? Like, that was crazy. Like, that was, that was obscene. Um, it's unfortunate we had to use, you know, we had to give up such a I guess dangerous person for her mm-hmm. but um unfortunately I think America had to do that to save face for their own people though like we had to do that for at home too for sure like like not even not even for them like we had to do that for us because it'd be like yo so again the laws for for weed and stuff over here you know are, are becoming looser and looser by the day so it's just like yo y'all really gonna let Brittany Griner get arrested over there and serve nine years for weed when when we at the motion might see somebody get us a fine these days for weed. You really gonna really gonna let her do that? I'm I'm gonna jump in real quick. So I I I have thought about and I'm of the belief that this is one of those things that kind of like to what you're saying we had to do, but because this is a black person and this is a woman, in light of everything that's been going on with you know with this racial like this this racial unrest in the country so i think for the the government and and the presidential you know party and system to say you know what we're not we're not gonna worry about this like it's all right i think there'd have been a lot of backlash like oh so you're gonna let a black person you know kind of stay over there and rest and 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 not you know kind of fight for that like what does that say about as about you, America, as a country, and how you value Black people, I think there'd have been this whole other shift that could have been really, really problematic if that was things that people started believing. Because it would have been, I think it had been a split second before people would have gotten on that bandwagon, like, oh, so the country actually and and notably hates Black people, and this is where we are. And I think that'd have been a bad thing. So. I wonder if Brittany Griner is is a white ball player, or I wonder if, as an example, this is um, a musician or an, an entertainer of another color or another race. I wonder if there's the same the same thing about it. Great question. Like, there's, I hate that it's become political, you know, because instead of celebrating her being home, it's the Democrats are soft. All the Republicans are saying we we let this this war criminal go. Um, you know, 
it's, it's two things can be true. You know, we often say that I think in our in our in our debates, but you know, we had to get her home, and yeah, it was a big price to pay. Um, and yeah, you know, we do got a Marine over there still that you know was indicted on some espionage thing or something like that. Um, they, to be fair, I think you know we should note that, and like we said, we're not we're not political analysts or or, or news anchors and whatnot, but they have said that. The U.S. engages in these talks for trades all the time, so this you know this one just happens to be super high profile. Um, so we don't know exactly how long they've been trying to get Paul home, the Marine, or anybody else who's abroad that's entrapped. We just know that Brittany Griner was extremely high profile, and obviously, as we mentioned, a bargaining chip uh, by Russia because you know either they're trying to deflect blame away from Ukraine or or attention, or you know just trying to maneuver whatever they can do and like you know we don't know i don't want to speculate what they want to use this guy to do maybe he's just going home but there i, I just hate that it became a political thing and like everything is this way now where it's like every little thing's like oh Biden's soft because he brought her home and he traded his other dude or you know it, it's you know i i don't like 20s and, huh? <laughs> it's the 20s I, I just don't like right i just don't like the the, the direction of the country um in regards to like you know, we, we don't have, as Rio said, we don't have genuine American moments anymore, right? Like, I'll say, and it wasn't, it would have been nice if they made it to the next round, but the U.S. men's team in the World Cup, it was like kind of some buzz, you know? It's not, a, you know, we, we kind of got behind it, but we don't have genuine moments like that anymore where it's like, yo, this is an American effort, and we're behind it. I guarantee that most of the people, and it could be any walk of life, don't even feel like I'm, I'm American day to day. It's like, I'm just out here, you know, <laughs> like, you know, do you, do, what do you identify as? Like, are you happy to say American or I'm from Philly or I'm from New York or I'm from Orange as I, you know, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's, that's a tangent, but. I think, uh, I think space launches have a unique kind of American pride feeling. Like there's something oh, no, about this. Get behind those. Yeah. Got to bro. This is awesome. Like watching like, you know, people's like you know a decade and then making like the that james webb telescope like having that shit launch and then having that shit like be unveiled and taking new pictures of the universe like i was inspired by that shit i was like that shit is fucking awesome like how they put all that all that shit together and then it did by itself i'm like yo that's bananas like they shit shit out into space that was probably billions of dollars easily nobody was up there and that shit unfolded it's big as shit and it's got it's gold plated right also and then it's taking pictures that like parts of the universe we've never seen before and making scientists like scientists across the globe just like completely throw out theories and rethink you know what we what we've all known like and that's that's pretty cool i got, I got two questions right on onto that one dz mm-hmm. when's the last time you were proud of the country right that and then secondly we can spin back to that we can go to that first because i know i just talked on the world world cup what y'all think about the uh the reporter that died oh that shit was tragic everyone familiar with that that shit was tragic as hell i I, I heard i heard that it happened i didn't hear the story about it though he was like covering the world cup he had covered a couple of them and he was just a really big into you know uh, football on the global stage and he like died in like the press box shit like he was like he wasn't feeling well earlier in the week and just had like a 
some sort of cardiac emergency and like died in Qatar. Did you hear the other speculation? Yeah, I think somebody told him he might have had bronchitis or something like that, and then like not long after that, like he passed. Mm. So there's What's another piece. The other piece is that so he wore his brother back home is uh, is gay in the states, and he wore a pride shirt to one of the opening rounds of the uh, World Cup. He's he's attending the World Cup for I don't know if it's Sports Illustrated or one of the big you know uh, sports magazines. Um, so they denied him entrance into the building in Qatar. I've heard Qatar also. I don't want to offend anybody if we have listeners away. I don't know which one is right because I've heard both Qatar and Qatar, but he was over there. Um, and all these officials was like, no, 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 no. And he had to show his credentials and they finally let him in. But then I guess because, um, there are rules or laws against, you know, uh, being gay, um, he received death threats. Right. So um, and then he began getting run down. I'm not drawing these conclusions, but other people have his brother when he his brother, when he died, uh, did a post that said, you know, he was Grant. I think his name was um, was he was in good shape. He's 48 years old. He loves soccer. He's been doing soccer for all these times. He wrote a very famous piece on LeBron. when LeBron was in high school. He did a chosen one piece that everyone knows about. That was in Sports uh-huh. Illustrated. Um, but his brother was drawing the parallels that. I think something happened to him because he wore that shirt to support me um, being a gay man. And I'm not saying that happened. Yeah. But we don't we don't really know for sure. Um, but yeah, that I mean, was that he got, I mean, he must have been poisoned then, I guess. That would be the, the only that would thing. Be this. Somebody right. slipped him something in his food. That would yeah. be the thing, right? It's food or drink. That just Possibly. feels, that feels very risky on like the global political scale for like Qatar to either do that or allow that to happen to an American citizen at a World Cup. It's like... It's also uh, maybe probably not, tougher to prove. Exactly. Too. Tough to prove, and we're not saying it was a government of Qatar. It's been some some dude that didn't like his policies. Or somebody his, in the his, kitchen. Somebody that, you know, somebody somewhere, some random person got slipped some money to Yeah, to they were just like, thing. what? We don't like this over here. Like, what you doing? You remember, remember, y'all remember Ryan Lochte? Yeah. And how his shit ended? Cause he had a drunk night in Brazil, and decided to kick in a like, fuck up a, a bathroom, like yeah. randomly. Whole career done, like moving forward. Like he was supposed to be the next Michael Phelps and all this shit, gone. So I mean, I, I, like things. I say all that to say that, like you know, there's there's heightened scrutiny when it comes to these international events, and so I think I would imagine, you know, the country's going to do the due diligence and look into it to make sure that there was no foul play involved, and if there was. Then I think is is gonna be some shit. So I I don't know if people are like, I don't know if anybody would be really willing to risk that over, you know, a, a t-shirt. Um, but that being said, I know that there are some Arab countries that that are on a whole different level with shit. I don't know that Qatar is one of those, but that doesn't mean that people who are about that shit can't get into Qatar. So, I mean, that's almost not very very dissimilar from some situations that we could find in in the united states i mean i feel like we could make parallels like thinking about certain people being in certain parts of the country or certain people walking down certain streets right I, I, like I, it's not super foreign i think it's you know it's it's i feel this way about that thing and i don't like it and i will take some action to correct this thing 
I mean, it's, sadly, it's 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 more common. I think you know people have their feelings and their opinions, and they feel empowered and emboldened to do these things or to act on them. And you know, if you get enough support, I mean, you can probably find someone to not notice or to you know turn turn their eyes or close their eyes and turn their head from it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to believe that you know things are always better than they are, but I think I recognize that they're not always that great. Kev, you said when's the last time I was part of this country? Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, um, I would probably say I got the, like there have been like little moments, and I don't know if it's like countrywide. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I it's just little stuff that sometimes involves. You know the innocence of children where they don't know like what's going on like so there was like one moment i remember and again this isn't necessarily like an american thing but it kind of is so this little kid runs out on the court and hugs carmelo anthony right i think it was at a at a knicks game um you know that that kind of you know felt something something uniquely kind of american about that like 12 um, years ago <laughs> well, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's been more recent moments, but no, like, I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Stuff like that kind of sticks out. I mean, I could think of like, you know, um, you know, the moment when like uh, again, this was a long time ago, but like after September 11th, I remember like the the first episode of SmackDown, maybe like the first thing where like people got together after the time mm-hmm. read. Um, no, that was that was kind of a moment. Um, I, I, that, that's good. That's that. That's 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 it's, good. It's 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 when this this is a little bit better. Like when we have like natural disasters, right? And when you see people mobilizing from all over all over the country, mm-hmm. like like seeing people like will leave like Pennsylvania to go down to help, like you know people in Florida when like the the apartment collapse or right. you know uh when a wildfire hits in california people from the east coast are like rushing across the country to help uh when fucking covid broke out and they built entire hospitals like in new york city and like in different parts of the country uh you know that you know those are kind of like proud moments but unfortunately it always happens as a result of like some fucking catastrophe um it's rare that we get it just like you know nice like you know the Phillies had a great run it can never just be that it always gotta be like a fight in the parking lot after like, damn we were so close we were so close to having this great camaraderie and I got anyone else one. I got Go a different one uh every year I run a brush run now is that a Philly pride or is that an American pride? oh I don't I, I don't I don't know if it's necessary well for me it's not Philly like it's not Philly like granted I do feel that way about Philly in that moment but again these people, it's people that come all across the country that come to Philly to run that race. It's 40 to 50,000 people running. It's hundreds of thousands of spectators lined up and down Broad Street, down um, at the stadiums at the end and stuff like that. And again, the encouragement from random people that I don't know on these random blocks while I'm running from Alney all the way down to the Naval Yard 
is everybody giving high fives. Everybody's, yo, keep going. You can do it. You don't know me. Why are you encouraging me? Why are you pushing me to keep going? I'm tired. People are literally running up to you. Yo, you okay? You all right? Come on, you can make it. Like, we can do this. Like, I feel like that in those moments. Like, every that. year, every year I run a race. It's, it's fantastic. Like, yes, I, I, I do feel that way about the city because, again, it's, for the most part, I've never seen any negativity occur on that day or during that time period while uh, while running the race. And I've done six of them so far, I think. Yeah, I've done six. So, yeah, it's always a good time. And it doesn't matter whether it's raining outside or if it's sunny. Like, people come cold. out. People support. Yeah, or cold. Well, the, the morning is always chilly. When it first starts, it's always super chilly. Always. You kind of can't avoid that. The beginning of the race is always cool. Like, after the first hour, you kind of all right. But, yeah, for the most part, it's always cool. But, um, I like that one. yeah, I, was, I would say, yeah, I would say every time a grocery run. Chris, what you got? Because I know Warren's been around since the beginning of American Doc was about to go. <laughs> I got a different take, man. Like, um, and this, you may not agree. I have no idea, but. The last election um, of um, midterms, a lot of people were running on false narratives of, you know, who, you know, this person's the rightful president, this, that, the other, just straight lies and hate, you know, running off of just, just nonsense, honestly. So to see a lot of those um, candidates be rejected, they still got a lot of effing votes, but, you know, they, they did not win their primary um and they to me they they were re they were rejected um so for me that that was um the rejection of lies and falseness and deceit um and you know and to me goodness prevailed over evil i'm not saying that they're evil or democrats or good or whatever but just just you know just the fact that I guess like yeah, like I mean like it's it's, it's it's either truth or it's false. It's either a lie or truth, and uh, the lies did not prevail. Um, you know, and, and and to me, truth prevailed over over lies. Um, so that that's my my take. Again, a lot of them, the bottom were very very close close races. So you still have a lot of folks that voted for um, people that were you know believing in falsehoods and just making up crap. Um, you know, uh, election deniers, all that stuff. But uh, to see a majority of them. Get rejected at the ballot box was um was was encouraging to me so that's my take some of them did get aired out though too chris so you can feel a little bit better some of them sure. lost like 70 to 30 and it was like correct exactly yeah and not, not trying to be political but you know it, it is what it is y'all get over it i appreciate that appreciate that doc you wanted to go sure yeah it it actually was difficult for me to to come up with an answer and and i appreciate kwan's kind of perspective and i forgot so there's this um one of the things that i teach there is a video that um that i use as some material and it's called boat lift and it's from tom tom hanks narrated it and it is about the um the the response for not at 9 11 um, after the bombing of the towers and in short it was just it was really about the way people mobilized to respond to what was going on and you know it's kind of like if you have a boat we, we could use your help and 
boats just kind of came and and people just came and people were helping people and i've been teaching with this material for years now a few years now and every time i watch it i still get emotional just kind of thinking about how you know how on a daily basis you know things are things right you know people don't necessarily acknowledge one another we just kind of walk past people maybe not even looking at folks not speaking not you know just kind of in our own in our own lanes and then we have this instance that there was this kind of worldly cry like hey we need help can anyone help and people stopped what they were doing and they they responded and just kind of the power um behind that was 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 it's, it was and still is impressive um yeah boat lift it's on boat lift it's on youtube tom hanks narrated it um but that's that's what comes to mind i don't know if i i, I can think of much else um i think you know kind of to what folks have said there may be some smaller instances that maybe don't seem as quote-unquote american and i guess for what it's worth i don't know that um that response was as american as it was more community-based but i will put it in the category for you know proud of america yeah it's no right answer i i, I like all the stuff I, like Juan, i have two the one is is sporting but the easier one to get to i think is the last time i felt like wow we did maybe not did something right because that that i don't want to do right and wrong but i was very impressed with our country when we elected obama president the first time i was like a black man named barack hussein obama was able to become president in this in this country and that was 14 years ago um outside of that it's hard um but I did, so I, I was at, I think I spoke on this on an earlier pod, but I, I went uh, with my girlfriend and uh, her family down to Baton Rouge um, for a football game, LSU and Ole Miss. Homecoming. And, um, and it was homecoming. And this perspective, I, I don't know if it's uniquely American, but, you know, it's American. Like I was, I was going to say before I thought about this, this that we had recently like you know it's, it's in those movies where you feel like an in, in independence day and similar to what has been said about how we respond to crisis the movie independence day the first one i haven't seen the recent the recent one um the president gives a speech you got will smith and everyone's like we gotta do what we gotta what we can to stop this alien invasion like we, you know and it was just hoorah go america um when you're in the south at a, a big sporting event and this, I've only been in one, so I can't even say when you're in because this is my one perspective. When I was in the South at a big sporting event, <laughs> this this experience felt uniquely American because, like, as long as you had on your purple or your yellow or your LSU colors, it was just dope. Like tens of thousands of people. I mean, probably a hundred thousand around. Um, the energy, the the cheering, the togetherness. Um, that one felt unique. Now, obviously, you can tune into a World Cup game and see the, the same energy um, supporting, you know, any country supporting their soccer team, I guess. But that was that was cool. I don't know if that's uniquely American. And if, it, if it's not, then, yeah, I got to go back all the way back to 2008, <laughs> you know. And um, and it's weird, right? Because, like, we have a lot of propaganda. That's not only want to say with a negative connotation, but, you know, there's this 
air that America is great, right? Like, mm-hmm. not not MAGA hats, but like you know, we we're the land yes. of opportunity. We're number one. We're, we're yeah, we're a place where people want to go to for immigration. And I love. I mean, I'm wearing right. My dad was in the military. I'm wearing a, a army uh, hoodie right now. I have American flag on, on my on my on my arm right now. Yet I can't. You know, it's been 14 years or something like, yo, I'm proud of this country. <laughs> like, you know, that's, I don't know. It's a unique spot to be in. And maybe it's, I don't want to say it's because we're black, but maybe that's a little piece of it. But, um, yeah, like, you know, it should be more. I feel like we should be able to, you know, say, hey, the country did this, got this right. Or, you know, I'm, I'm proud. I'm a proud American, of course, all the time, all day, every day. But I don't always feel proud of us as a whole, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's uh, important to consider the perspective because we're we're here, right? We we're here every day. We see America every day. We experience it every day. But I could imagine that I could imagine if we were to, you know, leave the country for like a month. You know, I think we might realize just how unique and different and how much we really like it and probably think of some more things that are that you could be proud of, you know, with the country because it's not perfect by a long shot. And I still, you know, call for like the entire system to come back down and we start all over, you know, but uh, I think in, in the perspective, looking through a global lens, I think that there are some things that, you know, that, you know, it, it's, we should be proud of. I mean, we're, we're a large country of people who weren't from this actual piece of land. So the fact that, you know, despite our constant differences, we haven't, you know, destroyed this this little piece of rock. Um, that's kind of something to be proud of. I mean, there's a there's a strip over in a different part of the country that people have been worn over for hundreds <laughs> now. But we got a whole country and we managed to figure out, you know, you know, hey, on on the west side we get high. On the east side we work a lot. Down south it's kind of <laughs> slow. Up north it stays cold. And somewhere in the middle there's nothing. But Damn. I mean, bro, like you think about like just the middle, like you just turned off all our listeners. Yeah, a lot of people aren't gonna like that. That's, <laughs> that's know, all. But I'm, but I'm just saying in terms of like like people don't fly to the middle of the country. Be like, oh, I'm about to go to. Chicago? No, like yeah, that's not I, the middle. I like it there. That's not the middle. It's not the middle. Talk about the like if you go middle, like St. Louis. In, that's better. But it's, I mean, I'm talking about like you get into like the middle countries where it's like, I mean, not countries, Jesus, these middle states where it's like north of Texas, like Oklahoma, but a little bit further east under the Dakotas. Oh, my geography is real bad right now. My point is. You're just pissing people off and uh, not that's even fine. telling, and just that's, not even to like all y'all in the middle. Fine. Whoever y'all are, no, I don't like it. That's fine. That's Colorado. Because... No, that's that's like that's like north. Colorado, north. It's it's also kind of in the middle, bro. No, without a doubt. But but my point is like, th- there's less to do. I mean, we they don't have features. You know, we we have codes. Hmm. We have, he just like, digging. This is old. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Not like, quit I'm, this. He is I'm, all the way no, in. No, I'm not. You would not be able to know he's from Detroit, folks. No. <laughs> they call Detroit the Midwest, and I've I've never understood it or agreed with it whatsoever. Like, if if Detroit is the Midwest, then 
the the entire rest of the country is just progressive parts of the West, which doesn't make any sense to me. And then where's the rest of the East? It's just, just the coast. And then they use the Mississippi as the line, right? The Mississippi River? Yeah, when we first started. But I mean, I mean shit, yeah. like it's been a long time. We got different time zones. We got three time zones in the West. Yeah, I don't think they changed that though, Jason. I think it's still I think it's still the same way. <laughs> I don't think so it's got, changed. So we got we got three time zones that exist in the West and then just one for the East Coast. Like that's a now. fact. Yes. That's why the one that's on the East Coast is called Eastern. Right. And, and then you got none of the other ones are called Eastern. They don't right. have Eastern in the middle. That's you got great. Central, which is actually Central. You got, got Mountain. Mountain. You got, got Pacific. West. Oh, God. Pacific. You're right. Pacific. You said West. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I don't like silly shit. And this is, it always bugs uh, me. Sorry. So, uh, sorry about the silly shit. I guess, Daisy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess you actually raised some interesting points, though, Q, because. I guess and two things that kind of jumped out at me one was the idea that we have so many people from so many other places that are now here that are identifying as american mm -hmm. but i wonder if part of the and not the lack of pride maybe the inability to really identify a proud moment for as an as america as a country mm -hmm. maybe rooted in like that kind of foot in both worlds kind of thing right like i am i'm both of these things i i am from x place and i'm also american and i'm proud to be i'm happy to be american i'm glad i'm an american and i and i'm also kind of holding on to this other part of me that makes me this thing Right. right, so I wonder if it's not easy to recognize what an American proud moment feels like. But I guess the other thing that I was thinking about was kind of Kev. I, I guess I wonder what what does pride look like, right? And is it easy enough to look at at global or or, or national proud moments? Because you know people say they're proud of their family they're proud of their children they're proud of x y and z but what does that actually mean right and and, and how do we really identify that and then kind of uh stretching that out how are you then proud of your country but i wonder if with everything going on it's kind of like in the world it's maybe not as easy to identify moments of pride because like you gotta you, you ace the, the spelling bee or the spelling test but you cheated right like, I wonder if these are kind of like conflicting dynamics that like you did this great thing, but it came at the cost of this other thing that doesn't make it proud. It makes it cool, but right. So I, I don't know. I guess just kind of listening to you and Juan talking about it, like I, it made me think about some of the challenges that could come from one, figuring out what a proud moment is and two, maybe people not really connecting with these proud moments because they are not necessarily american in that way yeah yeah it's a great point i mean as you were talking i think it was you that was talking most recently and, and sorry guys if i shook my microphone but um you know the, i don't want to say and i did already that i'm taking things for granted right like the freedoms we have obviously to 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 have conversations like this to to say you know i wish the president had done something different you can't do that in a lot of nations um we can't wear whatever shirt we want to, you know, we can pretty much wear whatever shirt we want to wear. Oh, true. We can't do that in other nations. So, like, 
there are a lot of things that we have that I don't want to take for granted. Um, we can still, you know, you can vote, you know, for the most part. I know some some places, you know, trying, you know, gerrymanders vote stuff. But anyway, <laughs> you can vote um, for the most part without having to be a landowner or without having to be male. That that's those things still exist in other parts of the world. Um, so yeah, I guess we should be proud of that, right? You know, I you know we elected a. Well, you didn't really elect her, but in a way, we have a, a female vice president. Um, you know, the first uh, woman mayor in, in L.A. was just uh, elected, um, the female mayor. Um, of color, too. Don't forget. Of color. Vice president of color. Yeah. Uh, right. So, you know, we have some things, and obviously you have your everyday freedoms. Um, but, yeah, it's still hard to – that's a great point, Warren. Like, it's still hard to just be like, hey, I'm, I'm proud where it should be. Yeah, I remember growing up. I don't know how many people, how many of you guys identify with this, but when uh, when when Hulk Hogan was about to enter the ring and he's playing "I Am a Real American," the pride that you felt in those moments, like ah, give me the flag, I'm out here. I haven't felt that in decades. Like you know what I mean? So, hey, you know what's weird? Like I never but, really fuck with Hulk Hogan like that. Like I appreciated him, but I was it because you were like, all right, because uh, you were a fan of someone like else. But, like yeah. the song still didn't get you hyped though. Not really, cause it just—I—I oh. I don't know. I—I I, I don't like. I watched wrestling when I was younger, but it, it was a lot of shit just hard to understand. So like, I, the flashier characters, like, I liked a lot. You know, you had Ultimate Warrior, you had Macho Man. Like, you know, they were more like characters, and Ultimate Warrior is funny as shit. But he Hulk was, was definitely like flashy. I mean, he was kind of like he was—he was the dude. He was like. Yeah, he was that person. So, you know, kind of kept to your point. I don't know if it was the song in as much as it was like the whole presentation. The whole thing. The which whole made, thing which me, made the bro. song matter. <laughs> right. So I, I, I get you. I get you. The whole thing. Was, I, 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 was can't, I can't. I wasn't in the wrestling at all. So none of it got me. None of these characters. None of that stuff. No. Sorry, guys. G.I. Joe? I, I like G.I. Joe. I didn't feel patriotic watching it, though. Yeah. Uh, you neither, that. I was, I mean, I was into the turtles, like, so I, I, hey. I was super into the turtles. Hell so. yeah, is into the turtles. Turtles dope. Yeah, like, so, so that, that was more of my speed. Like, I watched G.I. Joe, sure. But yeah, I liked, yeah, I was, I was a turtles guy or, um, was it Lionel and them? What's his name? Oh, uh, Thundercats. Uh, Thundercats, yeah. Oh, Thundercats. Oh. Like, Thundercats and all that. Like, that's, that's, that's where I was at. Yeah. Thundercats is dope. Uh, has I, anybody ever, anybody else heard of, uh, Captain Power? Uh, heard of Captain, Captain Planet? Planet. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> Captain Power. I don't. I'm trying to. I cannot place this in my mind. It must have been, maybe like a Detroit, M- Michigan thing. I don't. There was a show used to come on, called Captain Power. Did it come on and like it, public access television? I don't right. know. I can't That's remember. What like. But no, it it was dope because somehow like the show. Like was like interactive. It was like a very early in his time type situation. Where, Captain like, Power and the Soldiers of the Future, possibly. But like I, I remember having this little pedestal, and I would put him on, and the back of the drone would like light up, and it would like light up to his chest and shit. And then there was something where you could like watch the show and like use the action figure or some shit. And I don't know, maybe it was a VCR. It was something. But I was like, yo, this shit is so cool. And like I, no one else that I know like knows about this shit. But I remember, I remember, I was into that and the Ninja Turtles, like when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I can never find anybody else that was like, "Oh yeah, Captain Power." Like I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Just, 
me by myself which is cool it was uh it was on from september 87 to march 88 and it was a podcast yeah, it didn't work out it didn't work out dizzy a lot of shows had a lot of shows had a short run a lot of shows we didn't have a bunch of channels, so you got a lot of reruns. So it probably felt like it was a lot more episodes. But you know what's crazy? That shit was like one year, and I remember that shit. Like, re- reruns you were young, not, too. 87? Like, hey, that's bananas. 7.4 IMDb. Let's fucking go. Yo, the shit was, we haven't even mentioned it. Uh, Transformers was the shit. Optimus Prime was that dude. I used to. Yeah. I like Transformers. Transformers. But, I didn't, but I didn't get a feeling that patriotism from no i'm, I'm i was just saying in general no, I, was just now. I was just on, I was just on a cartoon kick now um there were just yeah. so many it was, it was hard for me to like keep track it was so many fucking transformers and i was like damn i can't even like i want to go to the store and buy one yeah, the movies make it but the movies make it seem like it's not that many and right. it's tons of just focus on like five of them it's sure. tons of transformers like, damn i even got the comics i still have a bunch of transformer comics you know transformers is marvel no, I thought that was a uh... Bandai or something like that. Hasbro. Yeah, or Hasbro. Hasbro. Oh, go. Hasbro. 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 But I believe that might. There's some weird thing. I feel like. I feel like they're under Marvel, and I think the same thing. Is, well, not the same thing, but like the Turtles are under DC or some shit. It's really weird. Viacom? Really no, Capcom. Something. Capcom. Capcom. Thing is, and then Viacom. I can't remember. Viacom was a television. Yeah, it's MTV. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Alright. Uh, Chris, anything? Childhood TV shows, Chris? Sunday morning cartoons? What were you watching? Saturday yeah, morning cartoons. Yeah, no, I was like, Saturday. So on Sunday morning, he was like, I was watching God. Right? <laughs> no. I was in the pulpit. <laughs> Ninja Turtles, man. G.I. Joe's, y'all mentioned already. Y'all remember on the uh, Wayne Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Uh, Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan joint. That's my joint. What was the hockey that. player's name again, Chris? You don't know. Shut up, <laughs> Shut up. What was it that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you not... said Raymond? Raymond? No, yeah, I said Wayne Gretzky. Dwayne? He was black? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Dwayne Gretzky. I looked that one up. Oh, man. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky is his name, yeah. That's great. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Spotify Podcast. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend.